0: Chapter 34, Kill'em Even If They're Already Dead Reader, you did not forget about our small mouse, did you? Back to the light. That was what Gregory whispered to him when he wrapped Despero in his napkin and placed him on the tray. And then Midge, after her conversation with Roscuro, carried the tray into the kitchen. And when she saw Cook, she shouted, It's me, Midgery Sow, back from the deep downs. Ah, lovely, said Cook, and ain't we all relieved? Midge put the tray on the counter. "'Here, here,' said Cook. "'Your duties aren't done. You must clear it.' "'How's that?' shouted Midge. "'You must clear the tray!' shouted Cook. She reached over and took hold of the napkin and gave it a good shake, and Despro tumbled out of the napkin and landed right directly, plop, in a measuring cup full of oil. "'Ack!' said Cook. "'A mouse in my kitchen? In my cooking oil? In my measuring cup? You, Midge, kill him directly.' Midge bent her head and looked at the mouse slowly, sinking to the bottom of the glass cup. Poor little Meesey, she said, and she stuck her hand into the oil and pulled him out by his tail. Despero, gasping and coughing and blinking at the bright light, could have wept with joy at his rescue, but he was not given enough time to cry. Kill him, shouted Cook. Gore, said Midge. All right. Holding Despero by the tail, she went to get the kitchen knife, but the mouse a mouse tail covered as it was in oil was slick and difficult to hold on to. And Midge, in reaching for the knife, loosened her grip and Despro fell to the floor. Midge looked down at the little bundle of brown fur. Gore, she said, that killed him for sure. Kill him even if he's already dead, shouted Cook. That's my philosophy with mice. If they're alive, kill them. If they're dead, kill them. That way you can be certain of having yourself a dead mouse, which is the only kind of mouse to have. That's some good sophistry. that is. Kill them, even if they're already dead. Hurry, you cauliflower-eared fool, shouted Cook. Hurry! Despero lifted his head from the floor. The afternoon sun was shining through the large kitchen window. He had time to think how miraculous the light was, and then it disappeared, and Midge's face loomed into view. She studied him, breathing through her mouth. Little Miesi, she said, aren't you going to skedaddle? Desperate looked for a long moment into Midge's small, concerned eyes. and Then there came a blinding flash and the sound of metal moving through air as Midge brought the kitchen knife down, down, down. Despero felt a very intense pain in his hindquarters. He leapt up and into action. Reader, he scurried. He scurried like a professional mouse. He zigged to the left. He zagged to the right. Gore, shouted Midge. Missed him. Ain't that a surprise, said Cook, just as Despero scurried under a crack in the pantry door. I got the little Mises tail, though, said Midge. She bent over and picked up Despero's tail and held it up, proudly displaying it to Cook. So, shouted Cook, What good will that do us when the rest of him has disappeared into the pantry? I don't know, said Midge, and she braced herself as Cook advanced upon her, intending to give her a good clout to the ear. I don't know.